Antelope Hill is proud to announce the release of a new translation, Leon de Grel in Exile, by Jose Luis Jerez Reisco. Readers of The Burning Souls will already be familiar with de Grel's life before and during the Second World War, his service on the Eastern Front, and his involuntary post-war exile in Franco, Spain. This new work tells the story of his life in exile in detail, replete with first-hand accounts from Spanish nationalists and friends of de Grel. During his time in Spain, de Grel did not wallow in sadness, despite the atrocities inflicted upon him and his family by the victorious Allied powers. He stayed remarkably active in European nationalist politics and left a lasting impression on both his personal friends and those from around the European world who took inspiration from his tenacious idealism. De Grel's enduring legacy in Spain is well-deserved, such a legacy also deserves to be spread to both sides of the Atlantic and beyond. Antelope Hill is proud to be the first to bring this unparalleled biography to the English reader. Get Leon de Grel in exile today at antelopehillpublishing.com. Patriots, tired of the tyranny and crime in the sanctuary cities? Flee the city and seek refuge in the American Redoubt. FleeTheCity.com. Move to the freedom of Idaho, Montana, or Wyoming. FleeTheCity.com. FleeTheCity.com. Thanks for listening to Project Schoolyard Volume 2. For more information about the project, as well as lyric to the songs on this CD, please visit www.tightrope.cc. You can also find jokes, news articles, a photo gallery, free CD downloads, and a secure online shopping cart. We carry a full line of flags, t-shirts, CDs, books, stickers, and other products of interest to racially conscious white people. Please visit www.tightrope.cc.
In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to Resolution Radio. 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 ResolutionRDO.com. Welcome to American Dissident Voices. I'm Kevin Alfred Strom. Longfellow was quoting a proverb known to the ancients when he had Prometheus say, Whom the gods would destroy, they first make mad. And that certainly applies to America and the West today. But not all of us are mad. How can we escape the asylum? The Blancos, the thoughtless, nearly brainless, self-hating whites raised in the last few generations, will surely bring great suffering upon themselves as they commit racial suicide, suffering on a scale that has never been seen before in this country. We see inklings of it in the injuries and deaths of uncounted white men and women, many of them elderly, in the knockout game played by blacks to prove themselves to the other members of their feral packs, a game in which the goal is to knock out or kill a random white person with a single punch, a deadly game which the controlled media ignore almost as much as they ignore black flash mobs and Mexican and Muslim gangs that prey on white women. I assure you, the decline is just beginning. It's a long way from Peoria to Mogadishu in terms of culture, but not as long as you think in terms of time. The problem is that our fate is tied to that of the Blancos. When they suffer and die, we and our loved ones will too. We're glued to the morons. We need to unglue ourselves. Madness is thinking that we can make Africans and Mestizos and Middle Easterners equal to us by importing them by the millions and giving them a large part of our wealth and our nation. Madness is thinking that the decline we're experiencing in morals, in education, and in economics isn't related to the racial change taking place. Madness is thinking that adding 30 million third-world invaders to anything 
could possibly improve that thing. Madness is thinking that for the hundredth time, if we only elect conservatives or Republicans, we can solve our racial problems and reverse our decline. When it was the leader and icon of conservatives and Republicans, Ronald Reagan, for God's sake, who signed the first illegal alien amnesty bill and authorized the holiday for the communist degenerate king. When it was this party, supposedly based on cutting the federal monster down to size, that has not only not cut it down at all, but instead presided over the greatest increase in the Washington regime's size and power ever seen in our history. People who can't wake up to that are people who simply can't wake up. We need to leave them behind. We need to stop associating with them, lest their madness infect us and our families. Madness is thinking that there's any hope in electoral politics at all, when not only are the two parties offered us utterly worthless, but whites are hopelessly ideologically divided and now represent only 60% of the electorate at best, when the major cities with their control over electoral votes are already dominated by non-whites, when over half of all births are now of non-whites. Madness is willingly sending your children to join the regime's military and virtually worshipping that military. The military of a regime that is dedicated to killing you, to exterminating you and your kind. The military, which never fights to defend America's borders and interests, but fights without end, amen to defend Israel's interests and the borders of the puppet states the regime has set up in the Middle East. The military, which soon, I predict, will be fighting once again against white people or any people who dare to have a government not supervised by Jews. Madness is thinking that these insane wars can be stopped by supporting the Democratic Party, when that party is in bed with Israel just as much as the Republicans, when that party shamelessly campaigned on an anti-war platform and then, once in power, escalated the wars just as the oligarchs wanted them to, when that party openly engages in spying and surveillance and CIA drone murders and kill lists, for God's sake, kill lists, just as much or more than the Republicans did. Madness is thinking that a return to Christianity can save us, when no two sects, and there are hundreds of sects, can agree on just what Christianity stands for, especially when it comes to race, when the religion itself was founded by Jews, evolved from Jewish culture and thought, and consists in part of a virtual worship of Jews as God's chosen people. Madness is racially conscious white people arguing over obscure Hebrew verses written 2,000 years ago and believing that what these desert bandits and goat herders wrote somehow proves that we come from some Semitic seed line or other. When science has known for a century that our ancestors were already in Europe 
50,000 years ago and more. Madness, madness, madness. Utter madness. We need to separate ourselves from the madmen. How can we do that? There are probably many tens of thousands of racially aware white people in North America who are fully cognizant of our plight and who are immune to insane belief systems. There are probably ten times as many who know our race is in danger, but little else, and who are still quite capable of rational thought and action, are immune to religious delusion, and who could and would join our ranks if one they were educated and influenced by us to a sufficient degree, and two, if we were perceived as having some chance of success. If we are to survive, we must first reach this elite group and form an organic community with the best among them. Our first task will be to set out our principles, beliefs, and plan of action and make it known to every potential member of our community, and do this so effectively that as many people as possible within our race's real elite will see the truth in our warnings of danger, our principles, our knowledge, and our plan, and will be willing to throw in their lot with us and add their strength to ours. We must be selective in building this community. We cannot make the mistake again of welcoming those who bring weaknesses instead of strength. We must make this community self-sustaining, and by that I mean not only self-sustaining in the economic sense, though it must surely be that, but self-sustaining over time as well. Our members must raise their children in our beliefs, teach them who they really are, teach them their place in the cosmos, and teach them the meaning and purpose of their lives, so that a sufficient number of them will remain with our community as the generations pass. For our race is like the waves of the ocean rushing onward forever, and we are the individual water droplets that make up that wave. We rise and then fall again into dormancy in our brief moments of life but the waves rush on without end. As the droplets descend to the depths of the earth or evaporate into the air, new droplets constantly rise and add themselves to the wave, and the motion of the sea never ends. So are the generations of men. If we fail to raise up our children rightly, for even a single generation, we are done for. We are perilously close to that point in this current generation, and our aim must be to correct that grievous error. Only when this community is of sufficient strength should we begin to attempt to influence and lead the white masses. Attempting to do so at this time would not only fail, but it would sap energy from our current necessary tasks. No known organic community that spans the generations has ever existed which did not have some form of spirituality as its basis. Man is a transitional creature between the lower animals and higher man. We have achieved reason, so for us instincts are not enough. 
We question everything we see and even everything we feel. We analyze. Yet, our limited reason, even the reason of our best men, is also not enough. To overcome fear, to inspire great works, to unify otherwise selfish and individualistic people, to overcome seemingly insurmountable obstacles and the pain and tragedies of life. Men must have faith that their efforts are part of something far larger than themselves. Our race has reached a threshold, both terrifying and magnificent. It is a threshold that, understood rightly, can harmonize faith and reason and remake the world. This threshold is terrifying in that all our old beliefs and old religions, despite the faith and best efforts of their adherents, lie smashed upon the ground in a million pieces. No one respects the faith that evolved into sublime philosophy, the classical belief system that began with Eos and Apollo and Aphrodite and the souls who created them more than I do. But everyone knows that those deities are not real and will not save us. It was the otherwise destructive myth of Christ which inspired the men who fought at Tours and Vienna against the Semitic hordes. And it is impossible not to stand in awe of Gothic cathedrals and choirs of angelic white children singing Latinate hymns to God. But despite the fact that we remade Christianity in our image, and a beautiful image it often was, at its core was a seed of hate and destruction, a Jewish seed, in both the murderous Old Testament and the self-denying New. And even if it did not have those terrible flaws, the simple fact is that the best minds of our race, the ones we must bring into our community, can no longer take it seriously. The threshold we are crossing is magnificent in that our reason and our science have opened the vistas of reality to us, just enough to allow us to glimpse a part of our real purpose and destiny. Dr. William Luther Pierce took the threads of thought, of Bruno, of Shaw, of Nietzsche, of Crick and Watson, and of Darwin, and showed us that our race is part of an ever-evolving whole, and that the whole is evolving toward higher and higher levels of consciousness. He showed us that our race is in the vanguard of this evolving consciousness, that increasing our understanding and our power to defend ourselves and evolve further upward is, so far as any man can see at this time, the true purpose of our lives. He taught us that nothing is more important than this, and that the fate of the universe literally depends on what we do today. This new faith, cosmotheism, is a faith that can inspire and unite the best men and women beneath its banner. It is, I believe, the faith that will lead us to the stars. We in the National Alliance 
may have had many setbacks, from the strong-arm tactics of the regime to our own stupid mistakes in allowing ourselves to be infected with a big-tent philosophy, which allowed those without understanding to drag us downward. There are only a few hundreds of the truly faithful and truly aware among us today, and not all of us who ought to be united are united yet. But be of good cheer. Cosmotheism is not only a faith, a way of approaching God, but it is also a test. If the Blancos and the Morons were vampires, then Cosmotheism would be a shining golden crucifix. The very people we do not want in our new community will misunderstand, fear, and flee cosmotheism. They will stay away from us entirely, and that is a good thing. Cosmotheism will unify and inspire the best, and excise the worst. We have faith, and we have good reason, to believe we are on the right path. We are just beginning, but that does not discourage us. We have suffered setbacks, but that has only made us stronger, wiser, and more determined. If you would like to help us build this organic community of the aware and of the worthy, if you would like to have a part in this, the greatest and most important effort of our time, write to me today.
For blood and for soil we will work, we will toil. Heaven is born on the earth. The heroes arise as we shout to the skies. We will now have our rebirth. For blood and for soil we will work, we will toil. Heaven is born on the earth. The heroes arise as we shout to the skies. You're listening to Resolution Radio, 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 ResolutionRDO.com. My brothers, my sisters, I bring you a message of solidarity, a call to action, and a demand for adherence to duty of an Aryan resurgence and ultimately total Aryan victory. We have broken the chains of Jewish thought. We know not the meaning of the word mine, it is ours. Our race, the totality of our people. Ten hearts, one beat. One hundred hearts, one beat. Ten thousand hearts, one beat. We are born to fight and to die and to continue the flow. The flow of our people. Onward we will go, onward to the stars, high above the mud, the mud of yellow, black and brown. So kinsman, duty calls. The future is now. If months from now you have not yet fully committed yourself to the Alliance, then you have an effect not only betrayed your race, you have betrayed yourself. So stand up like men and drive the enemy into the sea. Stand up like men and swear a sacred oath upon the green graves of our sires that you will reclaim what our forefathers discovered, explored, conquered, settled, built, and died for. Stand up like men and reclaim our soil. Kinsmen, arise. Look towards the stars and proclaim our destiny. Defeat never, victory forever.
What would your life be like if you woke up each morning with new vitality, feeling better than you have in years, and you noticed a difference in your sleeping patterns, blood sugar levels, and had a sense of well-being overall? There's something that is changing thousands of people's lives, and you could be one of them. It's called Heart and Body Extract. Sharon Harris, co-creator of Heart and Body Extract, talks about the positive effects of Heart and Body Extract. What happens with the formula Heart and Body Extract is it's giving the body the necessary vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, and fiber nutrients so, so the body will heal itself. And yes, the body does have the ability to balance blood pressure, balance cholesterol, clean and unclog the arteries. It can also work on uh, balancing the circulation for diabetics. So the body is an amazing thing. It simply needs some help so it has the tools to heal itself. Heart and body extract gets results. To order your two-month supply, call now, toll-free at 866-295-5305. Order online at hbextract.com. Hi, this is Ron Paul. I am a former congressman, physician, and presidential candidate. The world is in turmoil. Things like Ebola, earthquakes, wars, and famines are commonplace. As Americans, we are largely sheltered from these events. However, in parts of the world, just having enough food is a huge problem. For some of us, there is the nagging thought that we may not always have it so good. So we keep some food on hand just in case. My family and I have found a product that helps us do this better. It's a home freeze dryer from Harvest Right. With it, we eat healthier and store a little more food. We freeze dry everything we love to eat, and it lasts up to 25 years. Who knows what the future will bring? One thing's certain, my family and I will always have food on the table. To learn more, go to HarvestRight.com or call 800-763-5999. That's HarvestRight.com or 800-763-5999. Listen, do you hear that sound? It started low, but it's getting progressively louder. Into a crescendo, even louder. Irresistible ending in an ear-splitting blast of mass disruption. That's the sound of America's economic and political systems crashing to the ground. But we have a plan. We will be ready to restore political sanity. We will be ready to answer the call of productive America. We will restore America's industrial base and put America back to work. We will shut down political correctness and restore decency and positive media to America. We will save our constitution, our traditional way of life, our customs, and religion. We will restore sound money and crush the debt-based system of monetary slavery. And. We will end America's foreign misadventures. We are the American Freedom Party, and we have a plan. Learn more about us, theamericanfreedomparty.us.